0: Hello, I'm the Nostalgia Critic Guy, remember it?
1: <laughs> Who did right there?
0: God damn it, Dushy, I thought I shoved a grenade up your ass!
1: But that's no match for the power of truedom! But th- that was a pretty good attempt!
0: <sighs> Where the hell even are you?
1: I am in a different location for my safety! I pay top dollar for this security room! Dushy? Are you talking to your friends again? Who is that? Oh, uh, that's just the head of my security guards. Um, that'll be all for this! Is there any way to talk to your mother?
0: It's not working, douchey. No,
1: really! She's my security officer! Isn't that right, Phyllis? Are you masturbating again? Mom! Just stop doing it to the pictures of the green M&M! It's unnatural! Go away, Mom! Fine, but dinner's at three!
0: You have dinner at three? My curfew's at six. I
1: mean, ooh, you made more mistakes in
0: your nostalgia critic videos, and you need to pay for it. Indeed, I have. Now, since you've all been waiting for it... Especially me! Yes. This is the next Top Eleven Nostalgia Critic Fuck-Ups. Ooh!
1: of War of the Worlds!
0: Indeed, a lot of people have been wondering what happened since I said in my list I was going to do an old vs. new of War of the Worlds. A lot of people think the Tommy Wiseau show distracted from it, but actually there's another reason. I did watch both movies again, and to be 100% honest, neither of them held up very well to me. I mean, neither one was terrible or anything, but they both seemed surprisingly underwhelming. When I was younger and I saw these movies, I was really drawn into them. I found the spaceships in both versions were really frightening and the panic very legitimate. But now that I'm older, watching them again, there's not a whole lot to them. It's just people running away from aliens. That's it. Granted, the twist ending is very clever. Of course, that came from the original book. But aside from that, it's just people running and screaming. The characters are bland, the spaceships don't look that interesting, and the aliens are, well, stupid. Seriously, does HR Geiger just need to design every original alien nowadays? All the aliens look the same. Well, okay, the original aliens didn't look the same, but they just looked like a gooey version of the game Simon. I just couldn't find that much to compare, neither one seemed like the better movie. Now at the time they came out, that's a different story. You can probably talk a lot about the influence the first film had and even the fear and panic the remake recaptured, but they just didn't age that well. And I simply couldn't come up with enough material to write a decent review for it. Sorry guys, but this is one old versus new you're never gonna see from me.
1: Dress in Superman 4, you cock bucket?
0: Yes, in my crossover review with Linkara of Superman 4, we said that the dress that the woman was wearing here was a Victorian style dress.
1: Actually, it's an 18th century dress, and the Victorian era was the 19th
0: century, you whore! How the hell do you know so much about historical clothing? Just a hobby, that's all. Douchey! Where do you want me to put your corset? Shh! Not really too much I can say about this. We simply got the time era of the dress wrong. But needless to say, it was Linkara's fault! That's right, don't believe me? Take a look at this video apology that he made earlier this week. Hello, I'm Linkara, and I totally fucked up. Sorry, I feel like an ass. Oh Linkara, you don't have to be so hard on yourself. No really, it was totally my fault. I should have known not to upset someone as powerful and handsome as you. Oh Linkara, are you saying that I'm so physically attractive that I'm turning you gay right now? Yes, yes I am. Oh, well, I just don't know what to say. I mean, I'm just speechless. Back credit card. A BACK CREDIT CARD! I'M All YOU! Need to understand Number 9. You know
1: is is There's a reason Mr. Freeze didn't cure his wife, ass!
0: In my Batman and Robin review, I point out that Freeze had a cure for the disease that Alfred has, which happens to be the exact same disease that Freeze's wife had. I asked the question why he didn't just give that cure to his wife to begin with. Well, actually, they do explain it, though very briefly.
1: He's adapted his freezing technology to reverse McGregor's syndrome. He's even found a cure for the disease in certain stages.
0: But Alfred, thankfully, was in an earlier stage that he could cure.
1: Alfred's condition is less severe. Freeze's research said he cured a case like Alfred's, he just didn't say how.
0: So everything turned out fine, I guess. The biggest concern in a Batman movie is whether or not the butler will die. Thank God, all the psychological turmoil of a man who dresses up like a bat and his parents die and he spends the rest of his life trying to fight crime, yeah, that's tiring. The butler dying? There's the drama. The movie doesn't get any more shocking than that. Well, of course, except for the appearance of the... (laughs) The bat nipples? Why would I care about the bat nipples? They were in the last movie. <laughs> oh, oh! I apologize. I must have seen that wrong. Sorry. Uh Let me just change my reaction accordingly. A <clears throat> bat <laughs> Number eight. You, know is wrong.
1: you never say anybody's name right.
0: Well, maybe not everybody's name. But- no! I write on the internet, therefore that means I'm right! Well, you're sort of correct, but no! Shut just... up! No. There's been a couple of names that for whatever reason I could never quite pronounce correctly. Like Judge Hirsch instead of Judd Hirsch, Ralph Bashki instead of Ralph Bakshi. But the biggest one people seem to harp on the most is Mako. God damn it, won't he leave me alone? Everybody's been telling me that his name is pronounced Mako instead of Mako. But to be honest, I've heard it both I've heard a lot of people call him Mako in the past. Does that mean that they're all wrong? Probably. But that's not the point. To me, it's just a tomato-tomato thing. Some people just say it differently than others. And to be honest, I've been calling him Mako for this long, I don't see any point in changing it. There. Now, will you go away? Good God! I've never had a dead person annoy me so much! Timing! It's for him! You need to Number 7. THAT'S NOT THE DEVIL FROM FANTASIA! Again, I think this one is sort of debatable. According to a lot of people, and even many of them from Disney, the monster on Bald Mountain is a creature named... Ch... Churnabug? Churnabug? Ch... TOMATO TOMATO! So everyone kept pointing out to me that this was, in fact, not the devil. But let's really look at this for a second. You got a horned creature with minions dancing around him, bathing in fire, celebrating all that is evil, and the only thing that can stop him is the sound of church bells and Ave Maria. It's the devil! Who are you kidding? You can call him Mr. Fluffy for all I care, and it would still be the devil! Oh yeah, and this little bit of information might mean something. Bald Mountain, according to tradition, is the gathering place of Satan and his followers. Oh, that's the fucking devil. What more do you need? Oh well, if you want to call him churn butter or whatever his name is, that's fine. But for me, and I think everybody who saw this for the very first time, it's the devil. Devil! Number you, need to is everything you know is
1: wrong. The full house mother didn't die from a disease. You ass sick
0: Yes, when I did my review of the show Full House, I said that the mother died from some sort of unknown disease, but people explained to me that actually she was killed in a car accident. I don't know, I don't remember it being mentioned, I have to admit I have no memory of it, but so many people swore that it was mentioned that I'm not gonna debate them. But at least we can all agree it was a shitty show, that is made clear. I'll admit I'm surprised at how many people follow Full House lore, but there it is. I mean, who am I to doubt the logic of internet commentators?
1: Impact on you! Apox, I own your houses! Apox! Apox! Major Apox!
0: Please stop that. Apox! Number five! Everything you know is
1: wrong. Dolphins can punch, you anti-dolphite!
0: Shows you what watching the Discovery Channel can teach you. According to scientists, dolphins really can defend for themselves against sharks by literally punching them. That's an interesting little fact that I probably never would have figured out. But still, I don't know. This scene from Zeus and Roxanne still seems pretty goofy to me. I mean, she punches the shark right in the friggin' teeth, that seems a little unrealistic. We see in slow-mo the shark literally takes a little chunk off of her, and yet there's never any battle scars. And on top of that, the dolphin is friggin' huge! I mean, I know dolphins are big, but not that big. Well, was the dolphin just on steroids for the past few seconds? I don't know. It may seem scientifically correct, but to me, this still just seems silly. Dolphin
1: Camelot did explain a few things!
0: This is another one where technically you're right, but it's not explained very well. Like, I guess the reason for the Force being able to move and fly and such is that it was enchanted. That's a pretty blanket statement. It's just enchanted? That's it? Well, I guess technically that's explaining it. How about the magic potion that merges men into metal? He said he just got it from some witches, but when have we seen witches? Those exist in Camelot? It's like saying he bought it from a bunch of munchkins, it just seems out of place. But again, technically it's explained, so I can't complain. But here's some things that are never explained. Why did the chicken switch from good to evil? And if you say to get to the other side, I'll fucking kill you. Why did putting Excalibur in the stone magically heal everybody? And if it could magically heal everybody, why didn't they do that before? That's unbelievable! That's like the world's greatest hospital in a sword! And if it could heal everybody, why didn't it heal Garrett's blindness? Those are things that are still never explained, in any fashion. No words are ever mentioned, nothing is ever shown, it just sort of happens. So in my opinion, there's still a lot of stuff that needs to be explained. But for the few things that are explained, I apologize. Sort of.
1: Fart!
0: It's funny how not only did I make this mistake twice, but both in the exact same review. When I listed the top 11 greatest villain songs, I brought up that Christopher Lloyd and Jeremy Irons were more speaking their songs rather than singing them. Little did I know that both of these songs were actually sung by a famous voice actor, Jim Cummings, who dubbed their voices so perfectly, I couldn't even tell the difference. And I don't think a lot of other people could either. I must once the most mystical man in all Russia. World. When the royals betrayed me, they made a mistake. In fact, Jeremy Irons actually does start singing his song. But by the end, I guess his voice gave out or something, so they gave it to Jim Cummings again. The point that I must emphasize is... You will not get a
1: sniff without me! So prepare for the coup of the century. Be prepared!
0: That's unbelievable. He can actually replace another person's voice while their voice was still in the song. That guy has mad skills. Yeah, it was a fuck up, but it was a fuck up that at least gives credit to the talent of a great voice actor, and there's nothing wrong with that. Number two. Yeah, this is about as embarrassing as it gets. Even simple first grade math seems to slip my radar sometimes. In my end of days review, I make an elaborate puzzle that mocks how the mathematical clues in the movie were pretty much over the top. Do You
1: know anything about the number of the beast?
0: 666?
1: The number of the beast is not 666. Often in dreams, numbers appear upside down and backwards. So 666 becomes 999, like it 1999, the year of his return.
0: In my not-so-well-thought-out explanation, I say that 9 plus 9 plus 9 is 21, not 27. What the hell was I thinking? I'm really having problems with numbers that Dora the Explorer can figure out? That's just inexcusable.
1: How dare
0: you! How dare you! For decades I went around thinking 9 plus 9 plus
1: 9 was 21 because of you!
0: The review hasn't been out for decades. Years? Nope. Months? Sure.
1: For months I went around thinking that because of you, you should be ashamed of yourself.
0: Don't you have any other problems to complain about? Don't you have a whole world out there to interact with?
1: I live in a world of Warcraft and pornography, there is nothing else! Except
0: except complaining complaining about about the nostalgia critic.
1: Lucifer!
0: Don't you mean Chernabog?
1: Whatever!
0: And the number one next nostalgia critic fuck up is one. Ha ha, I guess I didn't make as many mistakes as I thought. Well, thank you for joining me until Ahem. next time. Ta- Did you hear something? I totally didn't hear anything. Don't try to avoid me. I'm not avoiding you. Thing that I don't hear. You're missing the autism joke. <laughs> you know damn well that you made a joke about autism and you tried your hardest <laughs> never to mention it again. Okay. In my Ernest Saves Christmas review, I made probably the most inappropriate joke ever. It was when one of the characters is doing an unfunny puppet show for kids that are way too old to be enjoying it. Yes, I think he entertains the autistic children. Not only was this inappropriate, it just didn't make sense. There's just as many high-functioning autistic people as there are low-functioning autistic people. In fact, there's even more high-functioning. I know autistic people, and to be honest, this was just an unfair, unthought-out joke. I didn't even think it was that funny when I put it in. I just sort of did it on the off chance that maybe someone else would find it funny. It was a gamble, and to this day, it remains to be the only joke I ever removed because I simply thought it was low and unfair. No disrespect, people, it's just a really stupid mistake that I hope never to make again. Feel awkward enough? So do I. So, let's end today with me saying... No! There's so much more I need to bitch
1: and moan about! That's it! Where are you? I'm gonna lay my vengeance upon thee! Ha! You'll never find me! My education is seal-proof! Do she? Did you order another it has Gone Wild video? Uh, no! Two five street in Monteville. Thank you. Wait, wait, don't do it. Your videos don't mean that much to me. Uh, I barely even notice them. <laughs> <inaudible> Ma, don't open the door. Oh, hi, Mr. Critic. Sure, I do she can play. Oh, He's she, right downstairs. Yes. No, no. You chicken blowing little.